My name is Brianna Nicktiermother and I uh, co-produced and uh, presented uh, Mairead Farrell Coran or Kriachnik, an unfinished conversation. Thank you so much for speaking with me. Can you talk a little bit about filming this in the contemporary moment and why you chose to do it now? Um, well, this is a story, I suppose, that has been with me for 30 years since Mairead Farrell was killed in Gibraltar. And I had spent the previous year and a half, I suppose, getting to know her, interviewing her. I'd been commissioned to write a book by a feminist press about women prisoners in the North. Uh, she had been, obviously, she was the, the, the most well-known, uh, the most famous of these women prisoners. She was the IRA uh, woman commander in Armagh Jail. She had been on hunger strike. She had spent 10 years in the most horrendous conditions. She came out, she was still, she still went back she went back to uh, political activism and in fact uh, while I knew that I knew she was as committed uh, when she came out of jail as she was when she went in I hadn't realised she'd actually also come back to the IRA so she uh, was killed in again one of the most I suppose contentious uh, events in the recent troubles and that was Gibraltar where uh, SAS undercover soldiers shot dead three IRA members um, whom they said were about to uh, uh, they were about to explode a bomb in fact there was no bomb uh, in fact they were totally unarmed which is not to say of course that they were there on their holidays they you know they, they did have explosive material with them but not on the spot so it became again one of these uh, um, really, I suppose, low marks of the troubles, you know. But what happened after her death was also equally, you know, horrendous. I mean, the, the funerals were huge. I mean, it was, they had uh, thousands upon people uh, follow the cortege from Dublin when the bodies came back. Uh, there was a week where the bodies were not taken home. Uh, airport staff in British Airways refused to handle the bodies. So the whole thing was sort of macabre and grotesque in many ways. But when the bodies came back, they were brought up to Belfast for burial. Uh, they had a, a, a huge Republican funeral. Um, and then on that day, as, as her coffin was being lowered in the ground, this loyalist gunman, Michael Stone, attacked the cortege, attacked the, the mourners uh, with hand grenades and guns. And it was extraordinary because I was there that day. I remember just standing there thinking and I was kind of feeling kind of numb. I hadn't cried. And I remember asking myself... How, how come I haven't cried? You know, I knew this would come, and I think I was in a state of shock. And I saw the journalist Mary Holland come over towards me, and the next thing, all hell broke loose. This guy just started attacking things, and I ran behind it. People said, "Get down, get down," you know. And I ran behind a, a gravestone and took cover, and I could see this woman coming out with a white coat and was covered with blood. And they killed, he killed three people that day. And then the day of the funeral of one of those victims, this car pulled into them, and police, the place was like so tense in Belfast after those dumps. And uh, there were two British soldiers who had. Uh, apparently wandered into this cortege. They were pulled out by, 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 by the crowd and they were taken away and shot by the IRA. And again, this, this whole thing, and there were, there were other people shot that week as well. And um, it was just a real low point. So that story was the story, as it was the story of Mary Farrell, uh, how she came to be, how she came to end up where she ended up, was a story, I suppose, that, that kind of has haunted me. Um, PBS here in, in, in Boston actually uh, did a documentary on her back then called Death of a Terrorist, which was shown on PBS, um, which I was interviewed for. But I, all, I suppose I always felt there was a story there, the story that she had told me in her own words. So I had hours of tapes with her, you know, that she had given me these oral tapes, these audio tapes. And, um, and I always felt, well, you know, 
as she wanted me to tell her story, maybe I should. Maybe I should. Maybe there was a an onus upon me to do that. And then when um, Martina Jurak and Vanessa Gilday of, of uh, Loop Line Films approached me uh, via TJ Cahar, um, we decided to collaborate and to make this film finally about Mairead Farr. Can you speak very briefly about filming it for Boston, about showing it to a Boston audience or even an international audience? Yeah, we, we, we've shown it uh, uh, at a number of film festivals in Ireland. Uh, I'm a professor in Notre Dame in, the, the, in Irish Studies and in the film department, so we actually showed it in Notre Dame in our department, the Browning Cinema there last year, and we had a fantastic response to it. We showed it in Chicago at a American Congress of Irish Studies. I'm also a professor, so uh, we showed it there, and we showed it in Galway, the Galway Film Flat, and we, it was a special screening in the IFI in Dublin during the summer as part of a women's film festival. Uh, so it's also been uh, broadcast on um, TG Cahar in, in January. But I must say it was, a, it was a special privilege to be able to bring it here to Boston, to, to get an invitation to show it to an American audience, particularly to a Boston audience, you know. Um, and um, I'm just very, very grateful to have the honour of doing that and to be here in person. Well, thank you so much for coming and showing the film. Thank You're you. very welcome.